solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Welcome to another episode. I'm Alex. I'm Molly. And this is Potter What Game Night Edition. Ooh, game night. Game night in the common room. Game night in the common room. That was our theme song. Nice. I didn't know. <laughs> I had no ideas. You weren't now. aware, but now you now you are. Now you are and you, you do know. Um, so we're gonna um we're easing back into things. Um we are gonna be coming out with season two, but we're just like it's our summer break, you know, guys know. Like, you know, there's a lot of things in the works. A lot of things are happening. Um, so that's okay. our... We're on our own timetables, okay? Okay. We don't have a time turner. We can't, like, do a million things. Right. Exactly. Um. So, yeah, we'll be doing some fun stuff, and then we'll be coming back, you know for fall slash winter (laughs) (laughs) yes 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 um so yeah alex has been preparing some games for us and by preparing using the internet at her disposal yeah i have not been (laughs) creating these games which if that's what molly thought i was doing it was funny I didn't know. I well, because we've done like you know, fun night kills things like that. So I was. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. I was just like, I don't have to do anything. Okay. <laughs> yeah, mostly. Um, you guys might have heard that I got a dog. Might have heard him in the podcast on the podcast barking. Um. Well, he's named after a Harry Potter character. His name's Mooney. And as I've been getting to know his personality, I want to know what house he belongs in and if he belongs in the same house as his namesake. Mooney will 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 tell me if if he believes that I'm answering wrong, but he's given me full um, translator privileges on this yeah. form. You're Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost. Like, you can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why do I feel like we've made this reference, like, recently? I don't pull out ghosts too often. But I know, but that's why I feel like I'm, I'm sitting here like, am I having deja vu or? We got deja vu. Okay. All right. Well, and we might close out the evening with some sporkle quizzes. Alex. Yes. What word would you use to describe your dog as a puppy? Adorable, sweet, curious, ambitious. I wonder what those um, attached to. Um, I wouldn't say ambitious. I would say towards sweet. I think he's sweet and curious, really. Um, um, but, like, I wouldn't say more than, like, any other dog for Curious. Like, he'll sniff around, but, like. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, I'm gonna, you're right. I'm going to go with Sweet. 
What would your dog do if someone threatened you? It would get between me and the threat and growl. It would bark at them. It would circle them and snarl. It would bite their hamstring. Well, I hope it wouldn't. One and two are similar. Yeah. Um, I think it would. Um, yeah. What is the difference between, I guess, like barking at a distance, like it would like stay far away from the threat, but like it wouldn't get like up in their face. I think it would be the one, but I don't know. Um, I think he would get in the middle of me and the threat and growl. All right. How obedient is your dog? Oh, you go, you read it. It's your turn. Somewhat obedient, very obedient, fairly obedient, very disobedient. He's not very disobedient by any means. Um, um, fairly obedient? It, what's fairly or somewhat? Like, what's the difference? I think between fairly them? is more than somewhat. Okay, because I think he's that one. I wouldn't say he's very obedient. He's not a hundred percent of the time. I would say I would say he's fairly obedient. Yeah, he's really he's a good boy, and he would like to be good. How often does your dog get distracted when on a walk? Hmm. That's funny. Sometimes, never, whenever there's an interesting smell, every three seconds. Squirrel. I added the squirrel. I would say whenever there's an interesting smell, and that's with training. (laughs) (laughs) I would say a previous Mooney is every three seconds. All right. How does your dog socialize with strange dogs? It it will say hello. It's very friendly. Not like it. He will say hello. (laughs) Very friendly. He will carefully check them out. He barks like a a little maniac. (laughs) I will say. um, They're just very funnily written. Yes. Worded. Yes. I would, I'm going to say he will carefully check them out because he does what we call a gentle greet as a command. And it's because Mooney has a vibe check. And so for like 80% of dogs, he loves them and then immediately starts being friendly and saying hello to them. But there are just some dogs. He just, he gets a sniff and he doesn't like what he smells. And so he's like, I don't know about that dog. I don't like that dog. And then we make the smart decision to then walk away from that dog because it wasn't for us. So I'm going to say he carefully checks them out and then he'll let me know whether or not that's a dog he would like to play with. This next question should be applied to your jazz. Yeah. (laughs) What is the most complex technology your dog seems to understand? door handles it's bowl cabinets the fridge door um I feel like your dog's too small yeah so I would say like he definitely understands what door handles are because when he was with living with me and my parents dog jazz can open all of the doors in my parents house um so Once he saw Jazz open the doors, Mooney can now open doors if the, if it's like cracked a little bit, he'll like nose his way into open. 
also it's saying like his bowl, like he definitely knows what that means when you get his bowl out, but like right. every dog. That's what I know. I, so I'm going to like not say door handles because he's too tiny for that. Or I'm going to say cabinets. Like he understands like opening like a cabinet. All right. How does your dog respond to fireworks? Have you had this experience? Um, yes. Okay. Oh, wait. No, I got him after the 4th of July. Okay. Well, these are the options. He watches them with fascination. He will hug my leg, but watch them. He will jump and bark at them. He shakes and drools in a corner. I feel like he'd be very nervous. Yes, he will be nervous. It's interesting. We were in Maryland and that was his first time experiencing a thunderstorm. He had never seen one before. And he was like low-key fine, even though my older dog was like freak, like he doesn't like thunderstorms. They really stress him out. So I'm going to say um, he'll hug my leg, but watch them. Okay. Actually, he'll probably jump and bark is the That's real answer. I was going to guess, but like, he'll, I don't know. He'll probably jump and bark is, yeah. yeah. I feel like he, he would bark. Yeah, he's definitely a barker in a stressful situation. Oh, the next question is about storms. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going it, to, it's, what does your dog do in a storm? It'll stand bravely as though it were facing down an enemy. It'll ignore the thunder. It'll refuse to go outside. It'll cower under the sofa. I'm going to say it'll ignore the thunder because that's exactly what he did. He was like, what is that? I don't know. He's an LA dog. No rain. <laughs> um, does your dog like the water? excuse me, he's very careful around water. He's afraid of water. He will leap high into the air and land in my pool. My dog loves water. <laughs> Those are such weird answers to that. What about neutral towards water? He's careful around water. Okay. Like he likes the beach, but he won't get into like the beach water unless I'm deep in it. And it's begrudgingly. But like, so like, but he likes to go to the beach and to dig in the wet sand. So he does, he's not afraid of it. He's just like, it's not, it's not for me. Yeah. Does your dog like to dig holes in the ground? Where's the big yes answer? Not generally. Yes. And loves getting covered in mud. My dog will only dig in leaves. My dog will dig a hole to escape the backyard. No. Uh, yes. And he loves getting covered in mud. That's his favorite thing. He'll dig a hole in wet sand and then rub his whole face and then body in the wet sand of this uh, hole that he's dug. That's so funny. I'm like thinking about my parents' old dog. Um, his name is Kramer. And like, he was such like a chill, like he was pretty neutral and everything. Like, I don't know how I would have responded <laughs> to all of these. Like, he didn't like... <laughs> dig I mean he was like a lot poodle and I feel like poodles just are like very kind of stoic dogs like, yeah uh, well I guess it depends on the poodle because well I, I maybe I'm thinking of like lab labradoodles labradoodles a labradoodle but I would say he he's got more of the the poodle does your dog like it when you point a fan in its face does anybody like that I guess, yeah, some dogs, like, you know, like, put their head out the window. It's, like, that vibe. Oh, he does. I don't think. I've not done that to Mooney, but I don't I don't think he would enjoy that. No. So, the options are weird. 
Well, I put when we were at the Ren Fair, I like put the like hand fan in his face to pull him off, and he liked that. So the options are: he'll bite at the air, then turn away. He'll find a solid object to hide behind. My dog loves it, or he grimaces. I think he'll bite at the air and then turn away. Okay. How about how does your dog react to fire? Fascinated by it. Enjoys the warmth, if not too close. Tries to stay behind something, runs away. I have no I have no reference for this. Um I would it stays behind something. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> how does your dog react to getting a little treat? A little treat. Say that out loud. <laughs> it wads its whole bottom. <laughs> it, ma- it makes a little yeep. Yeep. It lays at my feet munching. It eats it and begs for more. I'm going to say it wags its whole bottom because he, in fact, wags his bottom so much that he spins around. He's so excited. I also just love that terminology. Yeah, that was that was good wording quiz. Not all of these wordings have been A plus, but. What? I don't know what this is. What does your dog do with yummy bones? Oh, like. Oh, just like a normal bone. Like okay. a, yeah. It. Munches through them in seconds, licks them clean, and then munches them, gnaws out the inside, then crunches the outside, secrets the bone away to their bed, hiding them for a special occasion. Um, he, do- he doesn't hide it in its bed, but he does take it to another room. He'll be like, I'll be taking this. I'll be taking this somewhere else. <laughs> um, is it gone in like moments or is it more of a process? It depends on like how, like, is it meant to be like a one sitting bone? Because if he can eat it in one pro- setting, he will. But if it's too. Uh, I guess like if it has stuff on it, does he like lick away the stuff first or does he immediately start chewing it? No, he'll lick first. I think we'll do lick clean, then munches them. We're really getting down to the weeds here. (laughs) Yes. Does your dog ever get its paws on human food? Um, I wish I could say my dog only eats dog food. I wish I could say such. It refuses human food. It gets human food as a reward. It steals human food as soon as possible. Turn their back on their dinner. T- no, no, no. I would say he eats only dog food. He oh, like, yeah. yeah. Does your dog play well with cats? Usually does. Very tolerant. Does not associate with them. Will kill them if it, if he can. I would say of these options, it usually does because he really loves cats and he'll, he wants to play with them like he would a puppy. But what he doesn't understand is that cats don't want that from him. So uh, what is your dog's job? Protecting the family, companionship, retrieving birds, plotting the destruction of gardens. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> But I'm going to go with pick companionship. Literally his job. His job as an ESA is quite literally that. What do you think your dog fantasizes about? Saving my family from a fire, retrieving balls, catching rabbits, leading a pack of wolves into town to kill all the cats. 
literally none of these. I would guess the rabbit one. If anything, he doesn't like to play fetch outside. He says that's an inside game. Don't get my balls dirty. If I throw a ball outside, he will not retrieve it. Well, I mean, it doesn't say for this it has to be outside. So maybe that one. He does play fetch inside. He likes he likes fetch. He loves the game. What does not he out do when he sees like animals outside. Oh no, he likes to chase birds. Like if this was catching birds, that would be what he fantasizes about. So I think catching rabbits is the like okay. Is the one for this one. Close enough. Does your dog watch TV with you? It only reacts to doorbells on TV. It That's usually- what our first dog was, would bark at doorbells on TV. That's really cute. It just falls asleep. It'll watch nature shows. It uses it as an opportunity to do naughty things while I'm otherwise engaged. Those are great responses. Those are great options. Yes. Um, I'm going to say it usually just falls asleep. How does your dog behave during dinner? Sits in its place in the dining room and does not beg. Stares at the diners with pleading eyes from the other room. Does cute things until someone rewards with the scraps. Sits right beside the weakest willed person at the table with pleading eyes until they give up the scraps. I'm going to say of those options, he does the last one because like, if he knows that you don't give him food, he'll look at you for like a second and then give up and just go and lay down at his own place. But if it's new people, he'll go to every single new person just to see if they're willing to give him something. Nice. Okay. Good Lord. I didn't have to- so many things about dogs. I know we're going to go quicker. How does your dog react to large crowds? Like at the holidays, it gets overwhelmed after a while. It gets immediately overwhelmed. It finds the strangers and charms them. It convinces everyone to give it treats. Um, none of those. None of these. Um, He's an ESA, so he's pretty good with big crowds because he charms everyone. Yeah, he's like used to them because he goes a lot of places with me. Okay. How early does your dog wake up? Um, shortly after I do, shortly before I do, very late, the crack of dawn. Shortly after I do. When I wake up, he wakes up. What does your dog do when you say it's bedtime? Does it dance? Gives a happy little yip runs to its bed, pretends to sleep, then sneaks off to steal food. Um, runs to its bed. <laughs> because usually he wants to go to sleep before I'm ready to go to sleep. So as soon as I'm like, it's bedtime, he's like, oh, thank God, mom. And he loves his crate. He, does. he probably doesn't sleep in his crate. He does like sometimes, like most nights now, because I think he missed it while we were in Maryland. He'll like go to his crate and sleep there for like 20 minutes and then he'll jump in bed with me. Would your dog dabble in the unforgivable curses? <gasps> Never. I hope not. It would learn them, but only stop them. Of course it would. I'm going to say, I hope not. <laughs> what would your dog use a polyjuice potion to turn into? A wolf? A cat? A bird, a person. I think it's gotta be a cat. (laughs) 
He has a lot of cat-like tendencies. That's true. That's true. I was going to say a wolf because... That's what you would want him to turn into. (laughs) (laughs) But you're right. If he could, he would turn into a cat because... Like his fate, all of his favorite things are very cat like. He likes to play. It goes against his name, but yes, a cat. Fine. How does your dog ask for belly rubs? It sits in front of me, tilts its head, and put its paw on my knee. It lays at my feet. It positions itself beside me under my hand, then rolls onto its back. It sits in front of me, staring at me until it warms its way into my mind and makes me do it. Um, I'm going to say the first one, because if he wants attention, he'll just sort of demand it gently. What magic relic would your dog bury in the backyard? Mm-hmm. The wand of Merlin, the Holy Grail, the cloak of invisibility, the one ring. I'm going to say the one ring mostly because I don't think he could um, physically carry any of the rest of these. Maybe the wand. but Yeah. But I, but I don't think he would. I mean, he has a wand toy. but Oh, yeah. So I'll say the wand of Merlin. Okay. Wow, we're really into the Harry Potter questions now. I know. How would your dog do in a divination class? It would just pass. It would get a grade that it's that isn't embarrassing. It'd pass with flying colors. It would cheat on the final, which is ironic. How am I supposed to know if he can see the future? What? <laughs> Maybe he would just pass. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a good boy, likes to learn. (laughs) How would your dog fare in defense against the dark arts? I think he would do well, actually. Really? He seems like he would be nervous. I I don't know. Moody's from the streets. (laughs) I have never once seen him back down from a challenge. (laughs) He barks at his own reflection. Yeah, to attack him. Like That's he is, we read the options. He is anxious, but I wouldn't call him like fearful. Um, it would bravely confront its fears, it would patiently study the magic, it would learn the secrets to disarming users of the dark arts, it would just want to learn the dark arts. I'm gonna say it would bravely confront its fears. All right, brave little boy. What color smoke would be produced when your dog apparates? That doesn't happen, but okay. Red, white, blue, or black? I mean, he's a black dog. Yeah, so black. I know that's like supposed to be like bad, but like that's dumb. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Gryffindor! (sighs) Also... (laughs) I feel like if I was to house him without taking the quiz, I would have said a Hufflepuff. Yeah, I think that's like his, like what you think when you first meet him. And I think around people, he's very Hufflepuff. But I think around other dogs, like the way he interacts with other dogs is very Gryffindor. Good distinction, I think. Um. And the little dog they gave me as the picture for a Gryffindor looks like Lily. Yeah. 
and him a little bit. Yeah. Your doggy displays the daring nerve and heroic responsibility prized by House Gryffindor. While it may have trouble speaking the password to the fat lady who (laughs) grants access to the house dormitory. She will be unable to resist its personality and will let it in anyway. How well your dog does in its divination class is another matter. Really focus on the divination. I don't know why we care, but sure. Do you hear that, Mooney? You're Gryffindor! He's asleep. Neutral. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So this next one is for where our future kid could potentially go in Hogwarts based on how we respond to these questions. (laughs) Okay. So what would your child's wizarding world name be? Because that's Mm -hmm. the thing. Giggly Wiggly, Singing in the Rain, Head Noggin, Dung Host, Nero Well Blue, or Harry Pot. And that's Harry spelled with an I. I'm going to be honest, and I don't like not one of these. These are not good options. I feel like Head Noggin is close to what you would call like a child, which is like a nugget. Yes. All right. That's that was what I was thinking and what called out to me. I'm just gonna say that I don't love any of them though. I'm gonna go with giggly wiggly. Um it reminds me of piggly wiggly. What house are you in? Well, I'm a Gryffindor. I'm a Ravenclaw. Where do you head first in Diagon Alley? Um, the apothecary, Ollivanders, or quality quidditch supplies. I'm heading with my child first to Ollivanders. Gotta get that wand. Yeah. That would be what I would be most excited for. I would either do that or like save the best for last. Yeah. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll save Ollivanders and maybe I'll do the flourish and blots first. Like gotta get our books. Um, next stop, po, uh, Pogate, I've never heard of this cauldron Potages. shop. Potages, cauldron shop. <laughs> Madame Malkin's robes for all occasions. Gringotts Wizarding Bank. The Magical Menagerie. I'm going to get my money so I can afford all this stuff. I got it ahead of time. I'm going to, going for the animals. What shop do you go into for a fun stop? Weasley's Wizard Wheezes? Do we need to read on? The no. Aldrin, Flory and Fortescue's Ice Cream Parlor? I'm going to Nocturne Alley. We're going to Weasley Wizard Wheezes. Like, I would be going to the Leaky Cauldron as well, but yes. for fun, but- I'm going to the Weasley Wizard What do you do the night before your kid leaves for Hogwarts? Oh, this is cute. Tell them exactly what crowd they should mix with. I help them pack. I start teaching them spells and rules so they're prepared. I tell them all about the secret passageways. I'm going to be honest here and say that we are packing the night before. Um, 
I would be helping them pack slash I would be teaching them some of the spells, but I think I would genuinely be like excited about the packing. Same. I mean, even me, who's not a very like typically organized person, anytime I, before like camp or anytime I would go on a like big trip somewhere, um, my mom and I, like, it's our thing. Like we pack like we go through our final checklist the night before and it means a lot to me. And even as an adult, I like to do it <laughs> pack with my mom. So I would help them pack. That feels uh, very sweet to me. What do you serve for breakfast on the day your kid leaves for Hogwarts? Muffins, full English breakfast, candy, whatever they want. Wow. We're, we're grabbing muffins on the go. <laughs> I might do full English brack. You know, it's a big deal. Yeah. When uh, we would go to high school for the first time, so like ninth grade, mm-hmm. my aunt would come over and make breakfast. And like, in, my mom would invite any of the other kids in the neighborhood. And that was like how we did like first day of school for high school. That's so cute. Um, and it was, it was a lot. And like, <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> But like I mean, I, it was weird. That sounds so fun. Well, like it was weird to like invite all of the other like people to like yeah, you're or before school. Like I don't know. It was yeah, just, like a lot of nervous energy. I see. I see. Um, but yeah, so I think I'm I'm cooking a big breakfast. How early will you take them to the train? <laughs> Ten minutes beforehand. A few seconds beforehand. Thirty minutes early. IDK. I'm going to say 10 minutes before. I'm going to say 30 to an hour. Yeah. If if there was more, I would be picky more. (laughs) Oh, wow. I got a Ravenclaw child. (laughs) Oh, no. I got a Gryffindor child. (laughs) Shocker. Your future child will be in Ravenclaw. Expect a super wise, smarty pants in all the best ways, of course. They'll accomplish great academic success at Hogwarts. Gryffindor, your kid will be full of courage and curiosity. They'll do marvelous things at Hogwarts, but if they're not careful, they'll end up in trouble too. Fair enough. (laughs) Also, the gift set they gave me is like Dean Thomas freaking out. Oh, mine's like Luna running through the halls. But I also just got to say, like, BuzzFeed, like, put a disclaimer at the bottom of this quiz being, like, we feel, like, strongly about trans rights. And, like, if you want to donate, like, donate here. And I'm like, okay. I love that. I love that BuzzFeed. (laughs) Um, They want to provide a safe space for fans. I love that. Thank you. Thank you, BuzzFeed. Oh my gosh, sort these sour songs into Hogwarts houses and we'll tell you which pet you should take to Hogwarts. All right, I'm clicking on it. (laughs) Okay. God, it's brutal out here. I feel like it's either Gryffindor or Slytherin. Right, but like I have to think of the beginning lyrics. Like I haven't listened to Sour in so long. God, it's brutal out here. That's all I remember. Oh, now I have to look it up. I'm so insecure, I think, that I'll die before I drink. And I'm so caught up in the news of who likes me and who hates you. And I'm so tired that I might quit my job, start a new life. 
and they all be so disappointed because who I am is not exploited. And I'm so sick of 17. Where's my fucking teenage dream? If someone tells me one more time, enjoy your youth, I'm going to cry. <laughs> it's so... It's very angsty, but I'm going to go with Slytherin. I think it's Slytherin too. Well, yeah, I just feel like there are other songs that are really Slytherin because they low-key like call out specific people. Yeah. You don't have to pick the same thing. Okay, I'm going to say, I feel like this one's Gryffindor because it's just very like in her feelings and like just open about everything and like laying it all out there on the table. I uh, see. I I think it's like the opposite. It's like kind of like a silent struggle of insecurity inside. And it's like I want to seem like I'm a certain way, so I'm like kind of showing this one thing, but like mm. really nothing's happening. But yeah. I think that's fine if we have different. Uh-oh. Which house should traitor be in? Traitor. I'm gonna say Gryffindor. Train. This is like he betrayed me, right? betrayed me yeah. and I thought that I never feel so yeah, I'm picking for that one still a traitor yeah that one feels pretty like- Gryffindor they're very sad that they were betrayed. Like they're not out necessarily. For yeah. Revenge. I think driver's license and hear me out is sort of a Ravenclaw song. I was going to go Hufflepuff. I, it could be either. I just feel like the whole idea is very like, reflect, like kind of- reflective and thought through. And it's like, I feel like it's, it's the perfect example of using your art to express your pain, which feels very like, like a, like a healthy way to cope, which could be either Hufflepuff or Ravenclaw. No, I actually agree with you. I think it is Ravenclaw. Cause it's also like, I had a very specific idea of what our life would be like this far in advance. Yeah. And now it's like not doing that. And so yeah. I think that can be very Ravenclaw. Like I had it, you know, imagined a certain way. Yes. Okay, How about good. one step forward and three steps back for the love of your life until I make you mad? Um, is this a sad, helpful puff song? I was gonna say like a sad Slytherin song. I'm trying you love to- me, hate me. Me, boy, I don't understand. I just feel like it's very like back and forth. Did I say something wrong? I just feel like in this song, yeah. the person is like very like um kind of confused on like what happened. Right. And is like letting yeah, keeps letting themselves be taken advantage of. All right, you've sold me on that one too. Poor puffs. <laughs> what house should Deja Vu be in? Get to- oh, Slytherin. That for me, this song is so Slytherin to very me. sassy. Like you oh, get Deja Vu when you're with her. Like that's so shady. That remind you of like when we used to do that? Oh, interesting. <laughs> An anthem, a Slytherin anthem, if you will. Okay, good for you. 
Now this one feels, it's also very calling out, but it feels very Gryffindor. Very Gryffindor. Good for you, you're so happy in hell. Like he just has Gryffindor energy at the very Yes, end. yes. How about enough for you? Oh my gosh. I don't remember this one. How does it go? I can't sing it, but it's like the energy is kind of like, I'm like thinking of like the Hamilton song. Oh, I wore makeup with me, Jaden, because I, because I thought you'd like me more. If I look like all those prom queens, I know how you look. It's so hard to be everything that you like, just for you to say you're not the compliment type. I'm going to go really. The next second you were gone. And if you left me, they're crying, wondering what I did wrong. And you always say, I'm never satisfied, but I don't think that it's true. Because all I ever wanted was to be enough for you. I'm going to go a really depressed Ravenclaw. Me too. That's the vibe I'm getting. Um, Like, I thought I did all the right things. Yeah, like, I had the check mark like I did everything so I don't understand why I was whatever I did wasn't enough yeah that feels okay oh, happier oh man this is making me want to go back and listen to this I know I'm gonna go listen to it when we're done here I'm also really enjoying you singing them for us <laughs> um this I already know what I'm gonna put for happier uh you do yeah I think so um happier um, this is like her like I genuinely hope yeah yeah, yeah. but she's also like but not happier than you were with me it's yeah. like a caveat of that song oh, I forgot she does say that because I was gonna say Hufflepuff like I think that can still be Hufflepuff because yeah. it's trying to do the sweet thing but it's like but on if I have to be honest with yeah. myself because I think if a Gryffindor said it, it would be like, I don't want you to be That's happy. good for you. Like, yeah. All right. Jealousy, jealousy. Or wait, were you putting Hufflepuff for that too? Yes, I did. Um, this song always felt very Gryffindor to me. Um, but I let me consult the lyrics. Yeah, give us a couple bars. <laughs> There's a part that's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No comparison. Giving me jealousy, jealousy. Like, I think it was like that. I'm across the room. But it's good to be true. And your white teeth and perfect bodies. Know that beauty is not my life. This feels very Slytherin to me. The energies, the energies are and then, and then also just like a comparison is killing me slowly. I think I think too much about people who don't know me. I'm so sick of myself. Yeah, that feels very Slytherin because the whole thing is they're like. Um, I keep comparing myself to other people and I know I'm hot and that like beauty's not my lack or whatever. Like I know that I've got it going on, but I still can't help but being like wanting to be the best. <laughs> and I feel like that's a very Slytherin thing to say. Uh, yeah. 
Okay, favorite crime. I'm gonna kind of say this is like a naughty Raven Club being like, oh. I really enjoyed doing this because it was like not my norm almost. Okay. I'll go down that Ravenclaw journey with you just because I don't want them all to be like Gryffindor and uh, Slytherin. Oh, I forgot. Okay, the Hope You're Okay, I think, is the one I was thinking Hufflepuff because it's like happier, oh. but it's like genuinely like Hope You're Okay. Yes. Um, Hope You're Okay is um, certainly a Hufflepuff song. It's like a Hufflepuff Gryffindor song, but I think it's certainly more puff. It's more just like, it's not even about the breakup. It's just about like um, these people that I used to know that I don't talk to anymore. Like it still haunts me that I knew you weren't having a good time when I used to know you and I hope you're doing better now. (laughs) It's very Hufflepuff. I'm bringing a toad. I also should bring a toad. Okay, thank you for this quiz, BuzzFeed. I think it was more about the, I think it was more about the journey and not the result, but thank you. Thank you. Well, I hope you guys had fun uh, taking quizzes and sorting with us. Yes, um, I know this was an uh, somewhat unconventional, not totally out of the ordinary, but We will be back to some regularly scheduled programming soon. Um, So stay with us and stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. (laughs) Mischief managed. Bum, 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 bum. Stay with us and stay magical. (laughs) And stay healthy and happy. I hope